1: I saw Spider Man Far From Home yesterday, so I'm gonna give you my spoiler free review. Welcome to the newest episode of SDW Super Dario World! It's me, Dario! Woohoo! So, update on the whole video situation. Uh, <laughs> it's still a mess. Uh, the software that I, I want to use is still not working for some reason. I don't know if it's the computer or the software in general. So we're back to square one. I'm still, I mean, I'm still recording this and I will load these onto YouTube. I'll just, I'll have to edit it out on my computer at home. I'll just have to. It will take a little bit longer, but I will because I want to get this done. Once I've always said that the hardest one is the first one. So once I get that out of the way, hopefully they'll start getting easier and hopefully the situation here in the studio will get fixed. For those of you who've been, interested in, in seeing my face as I get stressed out when I say a lot of these things. But anyway, yeah, that's the situation there. Uh, yesterday w- was actually a pretty, pretty busy day for me. I had a lot of stuff to do. None of them very st- interesting, mostly, most of them short chores. I could not attend the Fleet Science Center thing. So for those of you who were there, let me know how it was. It I heard from Eddie that was pretty cool. Uh, but I had other stuff to do and I was going to go see Spider-Man. Like, I don't care. I, I was going to see Spider Man. I was not going to miss out Spider Man. So, before I get into that, uh, let me get this out of the way real quick. You can find the podcast in the iHeartRadio app. Just type in Super Dire World. Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's not even it. You have to type in the show presented at Super Dire World. And if you want to find it on SoundCloud, YouTube, or iTunes, you can still find it as Super Dire World Podcast. Any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can always find me on Instagram at DarioTheShow. Uh, easiest way for you to contact me there. But, okay into spider-man so okay once again just to clarify this will be spoiler free 100 spoiler free i hate spoilers the movie's not even out yet so i would not do that to you and so okay also fun fact one <laughs> when you go see a press conference thing when you're walking out they usually ask for a quote so here's the quote i gave for the movie um it's spider-man like you've never seen him before that, that was my really cool. that's a <laughs> that's how I sold it so if any trailer or anything every or any review you see that that was me that was that was a Dario original that that's <laughs> that piece of you know intellectual gold came from me um and it's true it's Spider-Man the way I've never seen him before he was in freaking Europe so let me see if I, how I want to break this down okay the easiest thing to break down let's start with the beginning um, a lot of questions were left over from Avengers Endgame. Like, how, what, how is the Marvel Universe going to look moving forward, right? Who will, How will they deal with the whole snapping thing? How will they deal with the loss of Tony Stark? How will they deal with a lot of things? And a lot of those questions were answered well, and some of them not so much. One of my big issues with the movie, it's uh, I did not like that they just glossed over a lot of those things. Now, the Tony Stark thing is important throughout the movie, and you could argue that a, a big part of the movie is who's going to take up the mantle, not just only of Tony Stark, but of being the face of the Avengers, being the the hero, the, the main guy of the MCU. I did not think it, this movie was going to be that heavy in that, because Spider-Man is still technically Sony. However, uh, the movie deals with that a lot. So there's a lot of Iron Man there, but it's a dead Iron Man so I don't hate that I'm <laughs> for those of who don't know I've always hated Iron Man I hate it. well not always but I hate Iron Man so I was happy he was di- uh, he was dead I was happy that I would never have to see him again and, but still this movie was very heavy on Iron Man but dead Iron Man so I'm happy so it's fine it's it's okay I, I don't mind being reminded of Iron Man if I'm being reminded that Iron Man is dead so it's fine that's just a personal thing that's just a personal thing okay anyway the whole snapping thing they do glossed over it way too quickly uh for my taste it was just way too quick the it it was it's a big deal half of life in the universe disappeared there should have been a bigger you know conversation about it It should have been a bigger plot point and they it they just kind of throw it away in the beginning so i did not like that i did not appreciate that we don't get to see the consequences of that we don't see how the world has changed because of it and so uh a knockoff points for that, but it's honestly, it's not really relevant for the story of that movie. So if they would have just said that, <laughs> honestly, if, if they would have pretended that this movie um, happened a few years later, well, no, cause Peter would have been a little bit older now. I mean, I just, I would have liked them to show how it affected the world a little bit more, you know, half the population disappeared. There there should have been something, but anyway, that that's just a me thing. Um, so that, that's the easy thing to get out of the way. That's the, that's the, the one thing that I kind of did not like. It also, it starts feeling kind of weird and it puts you in a very, it's, it puts Peter in a very interesting setting cause he's in a no win situation. That's the way. Okay. And this movie puts Peter in a no win situation because chaos is following him. And at the same time he is with his friends. However, the local superhero cannot travel with his friends. So Spider-Man is in a very uncomfortable position. Also, he kind of missed, he, he had just lost his mentor, his father figure, and he's trying to find love, which I, I guess I should have seen Spider-Man homecoming before, because I don't I don't remember the MJ, Peter Parker thing being that big of a deal at the end of the first one. But apparently here he's head over heels over MJ. He's focused 100% on getting MJ. So, Oh, I should probably tell you what the plot of the movie is. So, pretty much, um, Peter Parker wants to go on a European trip with his friends. And his plan is he wants to confess his feelings to Mary Jane. Well, not Mary Jane. That's that's not her name here. Her name is MJ. So, he wants to... Uh, Michelle Jones. So, MJ. So, I, well, that's one of the things that I actually appreciated. That it wasn't Mary Jane Watson. It's Michelle Jones. Fine. Um, so, Peter Parker is in a very... Weird precision. Now, how do I feel about the acting so far? Tom Holland, honestly, is he's probably the best Spider-Man up to this point. Uh, I really like Toby Maguire's Peter Parker. I've, I thought that he was kind of a geeky loser, and I appreciated that. Uh, to me, that felt like Peter Parker. But I preferred Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield did a terrible Peter Parker. I thought he was too cool. Um, Tom Holland does the best of both because... His Peter Parker is super awkward. He's really geeky, really awkward and really modern. So this is, yeah, he's probably the most modern Spider-Man and it shows you actually feel like he would be a 16 year old kid living today if he had disappeared for five years. The other two, they were, they were products of their time. So the times are very different now and technology has affected the way uh, that's, that Spider-Man can be portrayed a lot. So the consequences of technology in the world are vast, and uh, in the world of superheroes trying to keep their secret identity, it makes it harder and harder. So, you know, I, I've I've had this issue with Spider-Man before. Well, not 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 this, not Spider-Man in general. I mean, this particular Spider-Man, and I felt that too many people knew who he was. Because Spider-Man in the comic books, he's one of the guys who guards the secret the most. He guards his identity, uh, probably better than anybody and so the fact that he has a best friend Ned who knows who 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 he is that Tony Stark knows who he is that a whole bunch of people in the government knows who he is I always felt that was kind of weird however if you're looking at it as I mean a modern in, in a 16 year old today with freaking how the government is tapping our phones, <laughs> or or they could easily ta- hack our phones, or they could just follow. There's too much. There's too much technology, especially in that world. The technology that's being created by Tony Stark and all that stuff, you can get it, and so it hurts the purest in me to see it. But it's it's different, and they have adapt, adapted it well. So where was I? Oh yeah. So so Peter Parker, Tom Holland, great job. He just he's very likable at first. It's kind of rough. The movie it starts off kind of rough and then it picks up and I think I figured out why it was at least for this press screening, you know, in the trailer, there's a fight where you get to see the iron spider take out a few guys here. I think they cut that out from the movie. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they cut it out from the movie and that sucked because I love the iron spider suit. I thought it was great. And uh, like I said, the movie starts off really kind of slow the the action takes a minute for it to pick up. Which it takes a minute for Spidey to actually you know get into action. Once once it starts going, it does not let up. It does not let up, and it's great. the The second half is leaps and bounds way better than the first one. So Tom Holland, great kid, great actor. I love him as Spider Man. He's doing a great job so far. Fantastic. I I it's a different direction for Spider Man, but I don't hate it. I'm enjoying it so far. It's great. Now, um, we also have a whole bunch of other characters. We have... Well, the villains are the Elementals. Uh, we got Jake Gyllenhaal t- uh portraying a dimension-jumping Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal does good. I, <laughs> it's not his best performance, but he's good. He's likable in it. He has his own... He brings his own charm. It, it's weird. It... <laughs> It's weird seeing Jake Hall Gyllenha- Jake play Mysterio. Because we associate the character... Well, for those of you who read the comics, you associate Mysterio as one type of character. I'm not going to say what type of character he is. For those of you who haven't, you associate uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as one type of actor. I don't think... I don't recall having seen uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as... Well, actually, no. I, I was going to say something that is completely incorrect. No, never mind. So they usually see Jake Hall as a good guy, you know, as a nice guy and as everything. Or at least I don't remember uh, any recent movies where Jake Hall is like a monster or anything. So it's really funny because when I was watching the movie, I was like, well, I don't know how to feel about this. Because it, it ah, I, I wish I could say a little bit more, because if I say something, it might spoil it. And if I don't say something, it might spoil it. So let me see if I can find the right words to say it. Mysterio is tricky and it's in the, it's in, it's in his name, Mysterio. You don't know how to feel about him. Okay. I'll, I'll give him that. You don't know how to feel about Mysterio throughout the movie. And, um, I thought that was really well handled. Okay. I, f- I figured it out. Ooh, that, that took me a minute because I, I, <laughs> I was getting close to, to getting really stressed out there. Yeah. He, they portrayed him in a way that you're not sure how to feel about him. If you've read the comics, you feel weird for certain reasons if you haven't read the comics or if you just or or watch the show you feel weird for other reasons. So there there's conflicted feelings there and I feel like they they handle those really well. So uh good job uh Jake Gyllenhaal Hall on Mysterio. Now, here's the the kicker of the movie. Zendaya. Zendaya who plays MJ. Now, I don't like Zendaya. I do not like her, the things that I've heard that she does in her real life. I do not like uh, other things that I've seen her in. However, she does a pretty decent MJ. Now, the big thing is that she's not Mary Jane Watson. Nowhere close to Mary Jane Watson. Mary Jane Watson, it's a fiery redhead. She takes over the room. Everybody loves her. MJ, Michelle Jones here, on the other hand, she's kind of weird, kind of quirky, kind of uh, really... It's weird. It's it's an awkward sort of nervous. It, it's very interesting. So she's actually pretty likable in that role. Or the role or the character is a lot more likable and she portrays her in a likable way. So I might, you know, her portrayal of MJ might actually, you know, make me have a turn on her. I I don't know if, if it's going to continue working because I just keep reading more and more stuff. But whatever the point is. I can separate the art from the artist. I've never had issues with that. And she's apparently a decent actress. So her work is fine. Um, I'm not sure if it was earned that Peter Parker is so into MJ. But you can accept it. It's fine. Like, honestly, if if you're a desperate Peter who's kind of mourning something and he's trying to find something good in his life, I could get it. Honestly, I can understand it. It's very different from other... Again, very different from other Peter Parkers. Because sometimes Peter Parker tends to run away from love. That's a weird weird way of saying it. Or at least... That's that's the first way I ever saw Spider-Man. Him trying to run away from love. Because he didn't want to hurt the people he's closest to. However, in this situation, the people who he's closest to kind of already know his secret. So, again, very different portrayal. Now... Uh, the music is great. The action scenes are fantastic. The effects are fantastic. But how is the story overall? To me, that's the biggest thing, the story. Is the story worth it? How is it going to affect the rest of the MCU? How is it going to affect everything? Now, it looks as if they're going all in on Spider-Man, which is great. Uh, it looks like he's going to be, uh, in, in many ways, he's going to be the centerpiece. I don't know if he's going to be the guy, but it looks like he's going to be a key piece for the rest of the MCU, which is great because Spider-Man fits every fits in everywhere. Every, he, you can put him in any team it it works fine. So far, every single character he's interacted with, it's good. It's done. They've done good work. So I've, I've enjoyed what they've done with Spider-Man within the MCU. And if they keep him as the centerpiece, I believe that's fine. I don't think there's any other character who could carry that type of weight. Like the guardians of the galaxy are kind of outsiders. They've added Thor now. But they're still the outsiders. They're still kind of the weirdos. Uh, Doctor Strange is a total dick. (laughs) He's not going to be the the heart and soul. Um, So far as we know, Black Widow's dead. Scarlet Witch is crazy. Um, The Hulk, he's also kind of... uh, oh, Oh, it depends. Professor... Well, if he's Professor Hulk, then he's kind of like the older mentor now. He's not the guy. Also, his arm's kind of messed up. So, it looks like... Oh, Black Panther is in another fucking continent. So, it looks like Spider-Man will be the centerpiece for the next stage of the MCU. And I don't hate it. It's cool. He has the links to Tony Stark. Uh, he has the links to Captain... He, ha- he has links to everybody. So, I'm pretty happy if they do that moving forward. Uh, but the story for this movie... Okay. So, oh, oh, also, uh, before anything else, stay till the end credits... Until the final second. Because there's two two extra scenes. There's one in the middle of the end credits. Which is insane. It's insane. It's one of the craziest extra scenes I've ever seen. I don't know why they cut it out of the movie. Well they didn't cut it out. But they added it at the end of the movie. And it's bananas. It's. <gasps> like you. The whole theater at the same time went. What? <laughs> Are you. Me! So it it's a bomb. They drop a bomb at the end of the first end credit scene. It's a huge bomb. Now at the the second end credit scene, they also kind of drop a bomb, but it pales in. They both have very different ramifications, but it pales in comparison to the bomb that was dropped in the middle end credit scene. I can't believe I didn't start with this. I just. I just got pumped thinking about it. My like my heart's raising. I got really excited. I remember my reaction. I remember how I felt when I saw that. I was like, no fucking way. <clears throat> so, like I said, the second half of the movie, way better than the first half. And uh, that, oh, God. I just realized that I have nobody to talk to about this. <laughs> I have... I have nobody to talk to about that extra scene. Cause I don't think uh, Eddie I uh, know Eddie couldn't see it yesterday and I don't think Thor saw it. So yeah. Oh god, I'm gonna have to wait till the movie comes out. Anyway, like I said, um uh, that just because of that and credit scene, it's bananas. And the things that they set up for the future, bananas. The the MCU, um I was worried for a second that okay, maybe this is done, this is it, they I don't they have really nowhere to go. They have a lot of places to go, and it doesn't matter that Captain or Iron Man are not there anymore because they're setting things up. I, I mean, they can still fuck it up, right? They, they can still fuck things up, but they're setting things up in a very, very interesting way. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Overall, the story for the movie is good. It's logical. I mean, I've always said this. When I watch a movie the first time, I always see it just as a fan. You know, I don't. I don't really look for. I don't try to analyze it professionally or anything. I usually wait that for the second time I see it because I'm gonna see this movie again, and uh, so when I see it again, then it's when I'm gonna break it out like, oh, okay, that's an inconsistency here, that's a plot hole there. Doesn't matter. So so far, at least on the first viewing, I didn't really notice anything, and I wasn't really looking for it. But sometimes something is so obvious that you just immediately notice it, and you're like, ah, oh, that was stupid. But I don't, I don't recall a moment in the movie where I was like, oh, that was stupid. Again, I wasn't looking for it, but it wasn't blatantly obvious, at least. So overall, uh, great movie. Where would I rank this in the MCU? Or how, uh, That's not fair. That's not a fair comparison. And I'm still going to do the whole MCU ranking things. Well, the latest Spider-Man movie that came out was Spider-Man Into the Multiverse. I'm sorry, Into the Spider-Verse, which was phenomenal. and And Homecoming was really good. Like I said, my only... Because Vulture was an amazing villain. Michael Keaton was fantastic in that movie. My only issue with it was Iron Man. But that's, again, personal reasons. Um, I, I oh, It's really hard to grade it right now. Mm, okay, so between those three, which is the best one and which is the worst one? Hard. Okay, I know that Into the Spider-Verse was better than Homecoming. That's for sure. That's for sure. But was Into the Spider-Verse better than Far From Home? You see, it's hard because of the end scene. Just because of that end scene. But Into the Spider-Verse also has the end scene where there's just Spider-Mans pointing at each other, which is hysterical. They just redid the meme. Oh, God. This is going to be hard. This I should have actually thought about this before I turned on the mic. But no, you get the authentic. All right. Off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, I would go Into the Spider-Verse number one. Um, far From Home number two and homecoming number three just off the top of my head, but you have to keep in mind homecoming has a lot of iron man. and I don't like iron man that much. Also there's, there's a lot of techie stuff that I wasn't too crazy about. Like my issues with homecoming is that a spider Man's suit was too cool. It did too many things. And so to me, it's like, it's not really a movie about like Peter Parker figuring out his powers. It's about Peter Parker figuring out how his suit can make his powers better. So I get that you have to do a different thing, I get it. I uh, just wasn't a fan of that particular storyline. To me, it would have been better just to, to do something different, to actually discover the hero within or something. Or, But, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that now. So, yeah. So, off the top of my head, I think it was better than Homecoming. But I need to watch it again. And I'll re- I'll watch it again. I'll re-rank them along with everything else. Because I, I, I did promise that I was going to watch the whole MCU again, all the 20-something movies, and I was going to re-rank them and see which one which one was the best ones which ones were the worst ones and how it holds up altogether. by the way uh, I know that Into the Spider-Verse is not a part of the MCU I'm just talking about the spider movies that have come out out recently and okay yeah I think that's it overall great movie highly recommend it you need to watch it you need to watch it if you want to understand what's coming up in the future of the MCU also what what other movies you need to see well you need to see Endgame that's a big one and uh, up to a point, uh, I'd recommend watching Captain Marvel. I mean, let me say that again. Captain Marvel's stupid. I didn't like Captain Marvel, but there are certain factors there that could come into play a little bit into the future. Because if you guys watch Captain Marvel, there's a lot of there's a lot of Nick Fury in there, and in this one, you get you get a lot of Nick Fury. Not a lot, but you get some Nick Fury. So. I recommend watching... Also, there's a big contrast between Nick Fury back then and Nick Fury now. So, I recommend watching both. Uh, yeah. So, Endgame for sure. Maybe Captain Marvel. I don't want you to watch Captain Marvel. I didn't like it. But anyway, that's it for today. That's it. Um, unless something big pops up in my radar tomorrow, I will do the Pixar rankings thing. Like, the rankings of the best Pixar movies. Uh, As always, any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can always find me at the Show on Instagram. Um... Thank you for listening and I'll see you again tomorrow.